Well, hello everyone. Welcome to the Faith Focus Weekly Discipleship Podcast. My name is Kevin Rognes, and I'm the Discipleship Director here at Faith Covenant. And we are joined for the second week in a row by Khan Nagy. So hello. he is our Worship Director, and I'm really excited to have him here with us today. So today we're going to be continuing the conversation that we started last week about worship. But before we delve into that, I just want to remind you real quick to make sure that you subscribe whether you're watching this on YouTube or listening on any of the major podcasting platforms. We just want to make sure that you don't ever miss an episode and that you're getting this weekly content as soon as it comes out. So make sure that you subscribe and also share it if there's uh, part of this that you think will be interesting for a friend or something. Like I said, today we're going to be continuing the conversation that we started last week about worship and what worship is and how do we do this and why do we do this. So. Today, what we're going to be talking about is more about the different forms that worship can take. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of times, we kind of think of worship as only being like music. And as soon as yeah. we're done singing in church, okay, the worship time's over and now it's time to listen. Yeah. And worship is actually a lot bigger than that. And certainly your role is a lot, has, has a lot to do with music. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. But worship is a lot more than that. Mm -hmm. So what forms does worship actually take? Like Definitely. what does worship actually look like? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm just kind of referencing the covenant book of worship here. Um, yeah. And I love this book is just an example of that it's not just a book about music. Mm -hmm. um, it's a book about, yeah, more so like worship services and things like that. Um, and so in here it says worship is about God and not about the worshipers. Mm -hmm. And so God needs to be what we're striving towards in our worship. Um, I also really like this quote it said, God is both the subject and the object of the community's worship. Mm. And so just really interesting thoughts there. Um, I'm just going to read a couple quotes here. It says, Authentic worship is a response to God's action in our world, past, present, and future. And then, yeah, some other forms of worship that wouldn't be um, maybe our traditional music um, could be just even looking at the Old Testament. It says the Old Testament honors silversmiths, cabinet makers, architects, and other artisans who offer their skills for the glory of God. Mm. And so, yeah, just thinking about what can we offer to the glory of God. And yeah, it doesn't have to be put in a box of just music or just um, even something within just a Sunday service. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's so interesting what it said there about like the silversmiths and the mm -hmm. architects and the builders. It, that's especially true in that era too, because they yeah. had to use like visual art mm -hmm. and buildings to express um, God's word because <laughs> most of the people were illiterate, you yeah. know, so they didn't necessarily have mm -hmm. the ability to just read a script, but if they saw something on a tapestry or a painting mm -hmm. that helped them understand God and that was an expression of who God was. And yeah. that's, that's always just so interesting to me to realize, okay, worship is way more mm -hmm. than just music. Yeah. And imagine if a tapestry or a painting wasn't done well, <laughs> what, what yeah. is that image of God looking like to, yeah, someone who might not know anything yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. It, it says, uh, um, the Bible calls upon all Christians to use their talents for the common good in service rendered to God. Mm -hmm. So just a cool way of looking at that differently. And yeah, I love what you said about it's not just, oh, worship time is over now. And yeah, it's, <laughs> it's more of a, uh, yeah, just more to it than just the music portion. Yeah. And so <laughs> then worship then seems to be a really big holistic thing then mm -hmm. that so are there really any limits to what worship can yeah. be? <laughs> That's a good question. Yeah, talking about, um, yeah, things that can bring glory to God. I know um, if we look at John 
423 talking about uh, it says um jesus calls his followers to worship in spirit and in truth mm. and so that worship um, i think of in spirit and in truth like what's that mean um to me it's saying like worship that comes from the heart and it's motivated by our love for god mm-hmm. and so yeah i know um there's a guy in the city here named Todd Marshall who has a ministry called Worship is Life. Okay. And that's kind of his whole thing. It's like worship is a lifestyle. Yeah. And it, it doesn't stop. And so just an interesting take on it. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so much more than just a little portion here or there. And yeah, there's so many different ways that we can worship the Lord through what we can give. Yeah. And I, <clears throat> you had another definition of what worship is too mm. that encompassed a variety of different things. I think it was from one of the books that you had. Sure. Um, but it talked about I, I already forgot what it said earlier sure. but what was it yeah i think i was looking at um still in the covenant book of worship here um worship cannot be restrained to a certain location or a special season or ceremony the fundamental setting for worship is the temple of the human soul and the essential action of worship involves a response of the mm-hmm. will the mind and the emotions of the worshiper. Yeah, and so I thought that was really interesting. I liked how they broke that down into a re- it's a response mm-hmm. in our mind, our will, and our emotions. Yeah, and I think there's a lot that goes into that. That's really interesting. Even um, back to me a little bit with you know picking songs. We talked about that last week and things that are accessible. Um, how can we make songs that are I don't want to say necessarily easy to sing, but maybe easy to catch on to because mm-hmm. um, we need a response. Yeah, yeah. And part of what's interesting about all of this is then if you think about worship in these ways, then we can be worshiping God all day long. Yep. What does that look like? Yeah. <laughs> I think that's the ultimate. Like, how do I worship God when I'm, like, getting ready and having breakfast and, mm-hmm. and that sort of thing? Yeah. No, it's such a good thing. I think, to me, that's kind of, like, the goal, at least, right? Like, that's, that's what we can be striving towards. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, prayer is a great way to worship the Lord, and I think... Um, I love music and so sometimes it's nice to intentionally turn music off for me mm-hmm. and sometimes um, on my car ride to work or wherever I'm going it'll just be you know I'm gonna take intentional time just to like think about what God's doing and praise him and thank him for that mm-hmm. um, I think that's a great way to worship um, I love just going outside and seeing yeah wow look at all these things that the Lord has done and um, to me it's just so cool to yeah even like look at that tree look at that bush look at all these cars all these things that that God has orchestrated and yeah, we mm-hmm. get to worship the Lord through seeing. Yeah. When I think too, like, you know, some people are really good with certain physical activities. So mm. like, I like running and sometimes mm. that running is an expression of worship because yeah. I'm just like, this is what my body can do and I'm grateful to be able to use my body for this way to like mm. keep myself healthy and like, yeah, it's getting me outside and just getting me just it gives again that just intentional time to just think about God and let myself kind of think on that mm. altogether. And I also think of someone like Kevin Zanker, who is mm. a person in our church. Yeah. He runs with Team World Vision. He is a phenomenal runner. Like <laughs> he won three different marathons this uh, in this year hmm. for his age group. And for him, I know that running is absolutely an expression of mm. worship, and he does it for God's glory. Um, you know, whenever he has a really good run or a good race, he's always giving credit to God for yeah. it. And he's doing it for a good cause too. And like for, to raise money for clean water. And mm. he's, he's just so focused on that. And so to me, that is one of the most poignant examples of mm. like worship. 
outside of music yeah. and outside of the walls of the church. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. As you're saying that, it made me think of um, Romans 12:1 says, "Therefore I urge you, brothers and sisters, in view of God's mercy, to offer your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and pleasing to God." And I think I think that part would be great as is. But then yeah. it goes on and says, "This is your true and proper form of worship." Mm. And so yeah, that just backs up exactly what you said. Yeah. Um, yeah, using our bodies as a form of worship. Yeah. Which is kind of crazy to think about. Yeah. We sometimes think of worship as just being like a thought process or mm-hmm. like a communication process. Like, I'm going to communicate this to God. Hmm. I'm going to think this about God. Mm-hmm. But sometimes it's just, it's very physical. Yeah. Like, wh- where do you place yourself physically? Do you hmm. put yourself in a body of other believers on hmm. a Sunday morning? Yeah. Um, you know, it can take so many different forms. It's crazy. <laughs> well, I think... Even like what you just said, it's uh, during COVID, it was such a hard thing to, we're worshiping from a distance, we're worshiping, you know, through a screen and it's still worship, but there's definitely a different component to Mm -hmm. it when you're either by yourself or with a small group compared to, you know, for example, on a Sunday with hundreds of people in one place. Well, then that kind of brings up the question too, of what to you is the difference between like individual worship and corporate mm. worship because the yeah. bible definitely has mm-hmm. both individual and group worship yeah um what's the value of each and when is it time to do one or the other mm. yeah i think for me i think there's time for both and yeah. that should be a goal at least to have have that time of personal worship or you know i'm by myself um with god or yeah also in a large group and i think um at least for me as a worship leader i think about my time on a Sunday morning isn't my only time of worshiping God. And I would encourage anybody, um, you know, not just worship leaders, but anybody out there, um, you know, if that's your only time where you're connecting or you think you're worshiping God is just a Sunday morning, I'd say that's not enough. Um, yeah, because I think I kind of talked about last week, you can't you can't pour out a cup if you don't have anything in the cup. Right. And so if I'm empty, I can't pour out whatever other people need Mm -hmm. and so yeah i think i think those large group gatherings are a great way um to join in as a community and kind of like what we talked about last year with this has been happening for thousands and thousands of years um and i think i don't want to be ignorant to oh it's it's just always been happening so we should continue (laughs) to do that right um i think just enjoying kind of the the splendor of that uh, this is a thing that people who we believe the same things um, through the Bible and things about Jesus as people from completely different cultures and circumstances. And just how cool is that, that we can join together, um, you know, for us on a Sunday morning um, as one body that's mm-hmm. worshiping yeah. the triune God. Well, and part of what you just said too made me kind of realize that I think some of us maybe just need to rethink of things that we're already doing that hmm. can be worshipful sure so you may not so you may have a very hmm. great regular habit of spending time <clears throat> in god's word and spending time in prayer on a daily basis mm. that is worship yeah um totally. and maybe you're you haven't maybe seen it as that but yeah. it is mm-hmm. um and likewise you can see the worshipful things of you know raising a family like mm. I am prioritizing this gift that god has given me and having children i mean yeah. i'm just saying an example um but I am doing my best to raise children and to feed them. That is mm. a holy thing to keep them alive, yeah, you know? definitely. Um, and you can be expressed. And, you know, when you sit down and pray for dinner with your family, mm. you're saying, God, thank you for these gifts. Yeah. Um, so I think there's just a lot of things throughout our day that 
we can just we don't necessarily have to stop. I mean, there's probably some things we have to stop doing <laughs> sure. and some things we need to start doing. Mm. But there's also things in our day that we can just, in our own heads and in our hearts, reframe and realize, hmm. I can be using this as a moment of worship. Yeah. Um, you know, I'm exercising, and so I'm taking care of this body that God has given me and giving mm. thanks that I can move. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah. I think that's something that we need to realize. It doesn't have to be this restructuring of my whole life which is sometimes valuable (laughs) but sometimes it's just giving a new context to the things you're already Mm. doing i love what you said about like a family context Mm. like if i'm doing these things to help my family well then i'm trying to you know be the best father or spouse that i can be Mm. and yeah that's in turn worshiping god because you're trying to better yourself and be more loving and more caring and things like that well and like for me I, I am just, as I'm saying this, I'm hmm. kind of realizing I need to kind of reframe hmm. some of the things that I do in my head. Because, like, I spend time journaling, and that to me hmm. is, I've, I've already recognized that as, as time with God. Hmm. But I need to also remember, like, okay, this is a moment of worship. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. take that seriously. Um, I think that'll be helpful for me. Yeah. So, and you also had said that you have seven words from yeah. Hebrew mm-hmm. that are kind of worship words. So yeah. That's I was like, ooh, that's <laughs> the uh, failed attempt at being a, he- a Hebrew scholar. Yeah, <laughs> is Same. intrigued. <laughs> Same, because <laughs> like <laughs> I did not do well in Hebrew. <laughs> so well, I know seven words. Great, <laughs> that's as much. <laughs> Let's talk about those seven words yeah. in Hebrew that have a relation to worship. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, so I'm going to talk about the seven Hebrew words of praise and kind of similar. So you might have heard a pastor preach about um, the different words for love throughout the Bible, Mm -hmm. and they have different meanings in different spots where in English, when we read it, it just says love. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And it's just that. And so um, similar to that, um, praise or worship um, in our English context kind of might get dialed back or I don't want to say dumbed down, but just because of our language, it just becomes Mm -hmm. that way. And so, um, yeah, the seven Hebrew words of praise, I'll just kind of buzz through them here and then we can kind of dig into mm-hmm. it a little bit so um, the first one is halal it says to boast and make a show so mm-hmm. or some some translations say to boast foolishly um but it's in the context of worshiping the lord so kind of like david where he mm-hmm. stripped down to the ephod he was he was halal he was praising the lord and it might have looked foolish especially to his mm-hmm. wife at that point but it's <laughs> it's for the lord and so it's not it might not be foolish in our context yeah. this idea of like total <laughs> abandonment yes of Mm-hmm. I don't care what this looks like. I'm just giving it all to God. Definitely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you for that. Um, second one, tehillah. It says to praise vocally into song or shouts. Mm-hmm. Um, zamar, to praise with instruments. So either instruments alone or accompanied with voices. Mm-hmm. Um, hallelujah, a word that we know very well. A shouting call for corporate praise. Yodah, Y-O-D-A-H, not Star Wars Yoda. Oh, shoot. Yeah, I know. <laughs> kind of a bummer. No. Um, to lift or throw arms upwards in praise and surrender. Toda, to sing praises together as one community in harmony. So kind of like we talked about earlier, mm-hmm. that uh, congregational worship. Um, and then the last one is Sabah, to reach out with affection for God and to feel his love on us. Mm. So, yeah, just, just good stuff. <laughs> a different way to kind of look at things instead of just praise and worship. Yeah, there's all these different forms that the Bible speaks to. When again, some of those are physical. Some of those are like mm-hmm. you know physically reaching out to yeah. God. Um, 
which is just super interesting and mm. just I like the the part about the instruments like mm. that can look like a whole lot of things and yeah I know there's kind of been debates over the last several years about like what instruments are acceptable <laughs> to use on a Sunday morning in a church service mm-hmm. and it doesn't say in the Bible which ones yeah. you can use and the ones that are described in the Bible we don't use today at all true true like, I don't even know what a liar is I know what a liar is, L-A-I-R, but I don't really know what a liar is, L-Y-R-E. Did you have... Something with strings. Okay. Yeah, kind of like a lute almost, I believe. Okay. Maybe. So you didn't learn how to play that in worship school? No. (laughs) Just guitar. Okay. Just guitar. Yeah. Sorry. We'll accept that. Modern liar, maybe? And so, I mean, (laughs) I mean, again, this is just the idea that this opens up a whole realm Mm -hmm. of what worship is like if somebody's really good at playing techno music that can be worship totally yeah can we have a techno worship (laughs) we could i've been begging for this for a (laughs) long time both here and at other churches i've been to i'm like can we have techno sunday it'd still be worship yeah i mean (laughs) i don't know what that would look like (laughs) i wouldn't either (laughs) get on it con this is your new job after we're done with the advent season Mm -hmm. techno sunday needs to be your priority (laughs) January 1st. <laughs> no. I feel like Don't Brad will be told that. Yeah. Which is fine. That's fair. Yeah. This is why I'm not in charge of worship. <laughs> this is, yeah. I'm in charge of directing dancing in techno services. Sure. That could be, I mean, that could be one of these things. It, it could work. Yeah. Well, I kind of I want to just go back to that idea of boasting. Mm. Um, yeah. What word was that again? With? Uh, halal. Halal. Because that's one that also shows up in the New Testament mm. with Paul's writings where he says, like, I will not boast in anything except mm. God. Yeah. Um, and it's, just, it's kind of interesting because, like, in most contexts, we're told not to boast. Like, sure. don't brag, don't do mm-hmm. anything, don't. Except for when you're bragging about God. Yeah. Or anything like that. What To you, what does that mean in the context of worship? Mm. Yeah. I think, like... I, I, yeah, like I said earlier, I think of David initially, um, and then I love that New Testament connection. Um, but I think of like, yeah, kind of like what you said, just just not really caring what mm-hmm. people might think and just just giving all that you have to God in that situation. Um, yeah, no, when I learned about these words in college, and we actually did kind of like an experience with it with everyone in the class and <laughs> the teacher. You know, there was music on, and he would just, all right, we're doing this, and then we'd all, you know, do whatever the word was and. I think it was super cool um, just to like physically respond mm-hmm. to these things. Um, and I think kind of in our in our current context, a lot of it is, you know, um, praise vocally, tehillah. Yeah, we do that. Praise with instruments, zamara. Okay, we, some people on stage kind of do that. Mm-hmm. Then uh, yoda to lift or throw your arms upward. Okay, may, maybe, you know, kind of in between somewhere. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's really cool yeah, to boast foolishly and to make a show of what you're doing for the Lord. Um, yeah, just super cool. And then hallelujah, shouting call. I remember when we did it in that class, we we, we were just like shouting. And it was like, <laughs> I, I'm kind of like quiet, like kind of introverted. I'm like, I don't really want to shout. Like, it's weird, but... I have to use my indoor voice. Yeah, it's like, <laughs> this isn't right. But yeah, it's... We're in it's, a classroom. Like. Yeah, it felt it felt wrong at the time, but um, just a different way to praise yeah. God. Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird thing to just kind of <clears throat> let go of all your inhibitions. Mm-hmm. Um, especially because like, a lot of times we've been raised in church to like behave, mm-hmm, use your totally. indoor voice, don't make a, you know, don't draw attention, don't yep. be distracting. 
you know, stand there and yeah, <laughs> totally. Yeah, yeah. And I think one one more I wanted to talk about the the last one. Sabah says to reach out with affection for God, mm-hmm. and then this website, um, Share Faith, says to feel His love and His hold on us. And so they mm-hmm. reference Psalm sixty three three. It says, "Because your loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise you." Mm-hmm. So there's an interesting way to look at that. You know, in English, it still just says praise, but my lips shall sabah you, maybe. Um, yeah, because your love is better than life. Because of those things, I'm going to praise you. Yeah. So just a, just a totally different way of looking at it than maybe what we're used to. Um, and yeah, kind of cool that there's seven words. That's so many yeah. compared to maybe just praise. Yeah, yeah. English definitely <laughs> has... Well, and that's what's so important about mm-hmm. knowing... Even if you don't know the original languages, knowing about them yep. is so helpful. And I'm glad that there are scholars who yeah. do have those proficiencies because mm-hmm. I don't. Yep. Um, because every language has its own nuances. And yeah. that's what's in, what's great about the Bible is that it says, you know, in the end, in Revelation, it says every tongue mm. will, you know, proclaim God's name. And so to me, that just says each language has its own words of it and ways of expressing things that gets towards you know worshiping god and all together it's quite a beautiful expression mm-hmm. even if different languages have different you know nuances to it yeah the last thing that i i was just kind of remembering as mm-hmm. as we were talking through this is i know we did a sermon series a year ago maybe hmm. about worship i think oh, it, was, yeah. it was called the worshiping family yep and kind of the working definition that Pastor Brad gave us for worship was um, ascribing ultimate value. Yeah, and so anything in any way that any any time or any way that we can ascribe ultimate value to God, mm-hmm. that is worship. So again, yeah. that's throughout our day. That's you know, you wake up and you say, "God, thank you for breakfast." Yeah, <laughs> thank you that I have hot water to take a shower mm-hmm. in. That's not freezing, and you know, <laughs> I mean, you can make anything worship, mm-hmm. and that's really interesting the flip side of that then too though is that you can also easily worship anything else yep definitely if you're describing or ascribing it your ultimate value so was i worshiping god on sunday when i spent six hours after church watching tv (laughs) probably not yeah you know i mean it was an entertaining tv show it's Mm -hmm. it didn't like lead me down a path of sin but like what was i really ascribing value to on that day yeah, I love that ascribing value, and I sent I sent this uh, a picture of a book that I was reading earlier today to Pastor Brad, because I know he really liked you too. And so mm. there's a quote from Bono in this book. Um, the book is with one voice, and it says, um, "Music is worship, whether it's worship of women or their designer, the mm. world or its destroyer, whether the prayers are on fire with a dumb rage or dove-like desire, the smoke goes upwards to God or something you replace God with, usually yourself." That's so good. Isn't that crazy? Like, I love that. To something, to, it's either to God or mm-hmm. something that you're going to replace God with. Yeah. yeah, just so interesting. Who knew Bono was a theologian? I know. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I read that. I was like, whoa. That's, that's good. Yeah. That's a good note to end on, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Unless you have any last thoughts. No, no. I think it's great. We'll end with Bono. So yeah. <laughs> thank you, Con, for joining us today. Mm-hmm. Thank you, Bono, for joining us yes. through your words, I guess. Mm-hmm. And uh, thank you all for joining us, for listening, for watching. Mm-hmm. And we hope, as always, that you have a wonderful day. Mm-hmm.